Welcome back, everybody, in the 2020 New Year to another episode of the Inches Podcast, a podcast that looks at sports sponsorship, event sponsorship, and how digital is affecting the industry. I'm your co-host, as always, Nick Lawson from Squad Sports. We're helping sports teams and events connect fans to sponsors digitally through digital and mobile activations. I'm here with Rich Franklin as well, Vice President of the Portland Winterhawks, and we have a third guest here today that I think is going to be really valuable, especially for some of the stuff we talk about, Uh, but I'll let Rich make that intro. Sure. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. You had a good New Year, right? I now? did. I uh, pretty chill. We uh, Winter Hawks game and yeah. all of that. A great good New Year's game. Eve game. Gave good. away a Toyota Rav Four. Yeah. New Year's Eve game. That yeah. was fun. Yep. So great, great digital or not digital, but uh, on in stadium activation there with Toyota. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, not too much. Cool. No, no craziness. Just good. a little. Good. Go welcome out to midnight. To, welcome to the, the Roaring Twenties. The new Twenty Twenty decade. Here yep. we are. So, uh, yes, we have a, uh, a special guest in studio or in office, mm-hmm. as, the, uh, as the case may be. And uh, over here on my wall of, I have my wall of quotes, uh, just some cool stuff that I like to look at from time to time that kind of reminds me of who we are and what we do. And one of the uh, quotes that I have on the wall over there says, if you want to understand how a lion hunts, you don't go to the zoo, you go to the jungle. Yep. Which is basically what reminds me is... If you want to learn something, whether it's about your fan base, about your sponsors, there is no substitute for going into their environment. Uh, we can sit and talk about it in offices and in meetings all we want, but you really need to get that kind of direct feedback uh-huh. to, to see what the next opportunities are and things like that. I happen to have a job shadow here today. His name is Tyler Olson. Uh, Tyler Olson is a 17-year-old high school freshman. A freshman, freshman senior, <laughs> soon to be college freshman. Sorry, I jumped ahead of myself. Hey, you got held back a few years there. That's why he's considering a career in sports. No, uh, Tyler is a senior at LaSalle High School here in Portland. He is interested in pursuing uh, a career in sports business, mm-hmm. has applied to all kinds of different colleges. You've been accepted by, what, just about everybody, yeah. and you're waiting to hear back from one, from mm-hmm. Gonzaga. Yeah. So if there's anybody in the Gonzaga admissions office listening to this, I know the guy, the IMG guy there. So I don't yeah. know if the sponsorship oh. guy has any okay. pull, but well, there you go. So <laughs> give give Tate a call. Uh, Tyler's been here. This is his second time job shadowing, and we're giving him a little bit of uh, information about uh, sports sponsorships and sports business, and kind of a behind the scenes look at how things operate here. And so I thought, as we were going to be recording our podcast today, it would be interesting to get the perspective of kind of the next generation of not only sports fans. Uh-huh. Talk to Tyler a little bit here about media and how he follows the teams that he follows, uh-huh. things like that, but also uh, people that are interested in getting into sports as a business as well. Yep. Nick, you're what, 30? I am 30. I'm you're 30. Yep. I'm 53. Yep. Okay, how you and I consume uh, media and how we consume sports is a lot different just between our gap. Yep. Well, we now have kind of the next generation, <laughs> 17, and so I'm going to be interested to hear what Tyler has to say about mm-hmm. sports and his media consumption and uh, maybe some good information here for our listeners and ourselves. And, you know, what I'll say is 
I and we were chatting about this before we got on, on the mic. I do this constantly with younger generation, even though I'm 30 and people think, oh, well, how do you engage? Understanding how the next pipeline of customers is coming up, you know, to be honest, 90% of the stuff that I think of in sponsorship toward digital is doing this. So TikTok came from, I went to call a college and they were like, you know what, TikTok's pretty interesting. Why well, are you on Instagram? No, not so much anymore. Yeah. And, and this is a great exercise to do overall um, anytime you're in, in front of young people um, to get their answers. Uh, as I was telling Tyler, there's no wrong answers. How you consume is how you consume. And, and it's our job in sponsorship and sports business to kind of adjust what we're doing uh, to fit that because that's the next piece of the pipeline there on that go. side. So without further ado. All right. Here's Tyler Olson, everybody. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. Uh, yeah, Tyler, Happy good to have you here. So let's uh, give a little background on Tyler first. You're a 17-year-old high school senior. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the sports that you played growing up and the sports that you follow now. So the sports I played growing up were like soccer, basketball, baseball, just, okay. you know, the normal sports you uh-huh. play. Right. And then sports that I follow now are more like football and basketball. I just feel like those sports are more engaging and they just have a good competitive nature that I like. So you're 17 years old. You consider yourself an NFL fan? Yep. <clears throat> college sports, college football? College football and basketball, okay. yeah. College football and basketball. I know you said you uh, like the Trailblazers here in Portland. Yeah, big Blazer fan. Big yeah. Blazer fan. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll talk about that a little bit. Soccer, now you played soccer. You don't follow it quite so much now. Mm, not so much anymore. Right. We'll, no. we'll talk about uh, where soccer has <laughs> failed, Tyler. Yeah. I uh, just kidding. Uh, never played hockey. No. Watch a little hockey. I come to some winter hockey. You come to some winter hockey. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's just kind of just start diving in. We now know kind of what you're following. You've got let's let's talk about um, NBA basketball and NFL football Mm -hmm. since those are kind of your two primary sports. How would you say, as a 17 year old follower of those sports, how do you follow? What media do you use? Do you watch entire games live? Do you watch highlights? Tell us a little bit about kind of how you follow. First of all, who's your football team? Seahawks. Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Okay, you've got Seahawks and you've got the uh, Blazers. Yep. How do you follow those? those so teams? mostly I follow them through like Instagram and like the team pages and just how they post like throughout the week and on their live stories during the games. And mostly I try to watch all the Seahawks games every Sunday just because those aren't, like, they don't happen as much as the Blazer games, which are, like, three or four every week, and I just don't really watch all the games, so try to watch all the Seahawks games. So when you watch a Seahawks game, Mm -hmm. how are you watching it? What are you using to watch Um, it? What's the device? What's the appliance that you're using? I mostly watch it on my phone, unless I, like, go to my friend's house and watch it on TV. Okay. Yeah. So maybe, what, 50-50, you think, phone and... Yeah, probably 50-50, okay. yeah. C- Cable-wise, is that, are you using, like, a Amazon Roku to kind of watch those games, or is it is it through, like, a cable device? It's more through cable, okay. yeah. Cool. I guess that makes sense. More okay. NFL, usually. It's a yeah. CBS type of, okay. yeah. type of deal. Now, I learned something interesting about Tyler at lunch, and we're going to talk about how this impacts my next question. <laughs> Tyler, we're waiting for our lunch to be uh, served, uh, and uh, there happened to be a Trivial Pursuit 90s edition. 
And as a result of playing that, I have found out that Ty Hart has never seen Seinfeld, mm-hmm. which makes me feel old, mm-hmm. and this should make Nick feel old, has never seen Friends. Yeah, you know, <laughs> okay. that's not the first time I've heard that All right. as, as far as this, this, this high school generation. So aside from sports, mm-hmm. do you watch TV on a regular basis, on a sometime basis? Do you watch stuff live? Do you watch it time-shifted, if at all? Tell us a little bit about your media. So I really don't really watch TV at all. If I ever am watching TV, it's normally sports, like sports talk shows or anything like that, like Sports Center, anything like that. And through media, normally like just keeping up to date with like sports and stuff, like Twitter and Instagram. Okay. Just kind of like scrolling through throughout the day. So it's pretty much sports or that's it. And then again, if you're watching the sports, it's... Through the phone yeah. or maybe TV. The TV. Yeah. Okay. Um, radio, audio content. Do you listen to that much? Mm, not really, no. No? Normally when I'm like driving, I listen to music or stuff like that. So. And are you listening to a radio station or are you listening to like Spotify, Spotify? and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. So more of a subscription based yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. All right. Interesting. So uh, when you watch. Uh, let, me, let me circle back first. And then the Blazers, you said you'd watch it not quite as much. Not quite as much. This, mm-hmm. I, the season is very long, so right. I only watch games if they're like good opponents and it's supposed to be a good game, or I tune in in like the fourth quarter yeah. if it's starting to be a good game. And is it the same guy. thing where you're either watching it like on a, on a phone or, or TV? Sometimes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do you use the apps much? Um, the Blazers app, um, I don't use that at all, actually. I just stay up to date with Instagram and okay. what they post on that. Okay. So. And and you said Instagram and what's the other one? Twitter. You, Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, are yeah. your two primary. Nick, what does that tell you first? Well, it's intriguing. What we've heard so far. Instead of consuming with sports, when you're talking with your friends... What are you using? Snapchat. Snapchat's yep. the one. See, that's the thing. Snapchat has has Snapchat taken over texting for you. Yeah. yeah. So that's where the dark horse here is. Currently, you are consuming on Instagram, mainly through stories on game day. Yeah. And Twitter, probably because it's just that live update. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Would you consume on Snapchat, considering how much time you spend there, if a team really put some content behind? Yeah, definitely I would. But no teams really put themselves out there on Snapchat, so and that's where Okay, okay, listeners. Not to not to not to push into it, but I get a lot of flack from sports business because I'm pushing on Snapchat and and people say it's either dead because nobody's been able to really build a huge following through it, or they say um, you know, people aren't using it as much or it's really hard to get a following. But when you talk with teens, they don't text anymore. Mm-hmm. They Snapchat. I mean, I'm surprised Verizon hasn't bought Snapchat yet because in 10 years, text messaging will be like faxing, which is insane. <laughs> so that's, that's the thing. That that's the dark horse, <laughs> right? It might even take a couple of years. But that's the dark horse for me to where you know, you currently consume on those platforms probably because that's where teams are pushing it. Yeah. If you really want to do some damage in sports business, 
like you just said, if, if one of your teams just really started doubling down on Snapchat content, um, they would put a huge dent into grabbing your attention. And that's, and that's, that's the same with TikTok. Uh, I mean, I don't know how, how much are you on TikTok? Mm, very little. Yeah. And that's the fun part is it's from what I've seen, it's a 50, 50. Some yeah. teams are on it all mm-hmm. about it. Some teams are still on snap and that's their loyalty. Yeah. But that's kind of why I do this, uh, especially toward overall consumption, because, you know, we say, Hey, how do you consume sports? Well, you consume on Twitter and Instagram. Well, that's just because that's where you're putting most of your content. There's a huge opportunity for Snapchat to be able to grab young people um, mm-hmm. that we're maybe not taking advantage of. Yeah. yeah. So when you're watching, say, an NFL game or you're watching a, an NBA game, uh, Nick and I have talked a lot about active versus passive use of media. Mm-hmm. Active being you're somehow engaging with the content or with other viewers, yeah. other yeah. followers. Passive being you're just kind of sitting back and watching it. How would you describe how you use your media? So, are, you, are you texting other people? Are you involved in a chat? Are you playing games, contests, trivia, stuff like that? Well, mostly, for example, like when I'm at the Blazer games, I'm normally just focused on the game while the game's going on since it's just kind of fast-paced and you can't really miss much. But during breaks and like timeouts, I'm normally like on my phone texting my friends or... Just checking Instagram and stuff like that, and if there happens to be like some trivia or whatever, I'll do that as well. But okay. I feel like the Trailblazers don't really kind of push that out there, okay. trivia or anything right. like that. So you're you're interacting with other fans mostly during breaks. Yeah. Maybe would do some interaction with the team. Yeah. And team sponsors. Okay. Uh, but probably not during gameplay. Probably during a timeout or yeah, probably during timeouts like and stuff. Not during okay. gameplay. That's crazy because somebody literally told me today that uh, they don't want fans with their phones out in the stadium. That's why they didn't really like our. They are, I got news for you. They already have. Their <laughs> yeah. out of so that I mean, this information is just is isn't it's not insane because because we've kind of seen it. But yeah, I mean, as a sports team, we don't want you engaging while the game's going. On. Yeah, I mean that's just why. I mean, you don't want somebody texting while they're at the movie theater exactly. during the movie, exactly. but. The dead time is where you're going to be on your phone, whether mm-hmm. we like it or not. Yeah. Uh, how can you do that? So that's that's intriguing. So stuff like trivia and contesting during breaks, if offered. Yeah, if offered, yeah. You'd play that. Yeah. <clears throat> you play it just for fun, you think? Or do you try to win a prize? Or what's... If there's a prize involved, I'd probably try to win the prize. Okay. Of course, but... So prizing is key. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how easy, how hard... I mean, you feel like you have to be a big follower of the team in order to be rewarded for playing it, or could it be something as simple as just a random guess, like mm-hmm. on a trivia question? I feel like you need to know just like a little bit, okay. but I feel like you still could make it pretty well or just a guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, maybe not crazy difficult, but... Yeah, some level of knowledge. Yeah, yeah. All right, good. Um, do you? Let's talk about your your in game attendance. Then mm-hmm. we're going to kind of shift a little bit. You you mentioned that <clears throat> last year uh, you were a sixteen year old junior. Yeah, and you spent one hundred and fifty bucks to buy a was it twelve game package yeah. from the Trailblazers? Mm-hmm. And what what were your what was your opinion of that? 
Um, you liked it? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Okay. It was 12 games. Each game was pretty enjoyable. Nothing right. bad about it. So. And you didn't do that this year? No. Okay. Well, they made the West Coast Finals last year, okay. so price tickets jacked up. <coughs> and it's the 50th season, so pretty historic. And So if the price fun. had been the same? I would, yes, 100% do it. Again. It was still there. Yeah. And those were probably, what, third deck seats? Yeah, third deck. You said you got some, some couple decent, of decent games yeah. in there. You mm-hmm. got a Golden State early in the season or Lakers early. Lakers, yeah, both, right. yeah. Right. Um, so when it comes down to, you had mentioned that your interest is going to increase if they're playing a good team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, it sounds like, if the price is right, yeah. you could be interested in getting a lesser team. Yeah, but if it's you're paying medium to top dollar, and you know, 150 bucks for 12 games, even up in the third deck, strikes me as a pretty screaming deal. <laughs> yeah, but um, they've now effectively priced you out of the building. Yeah, you yeah. might still go to a couple games. Yeah, I still go to probably like a game or two a month, trying okay. to at least. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then when you're at the game, you're watching pretty much the action that's going on, and then you're pulling out your phone, maybe during the timeout or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So during those timeouts, are you more focused, you think, on your phone, or are you more focused on what's happening? Like if there's a contest going down on the floor, I'll probably or something on the score. Be invested in what's going on on the floor. Like if there's a contest, like I know they do like their tic tac toe contests and okay. the um, Century Link like bucket. Uh, shot challenge. Okay. Doesn't matter. Right. So you'll pay attention to what's happening down there. Yeah. You pay attention to the sponsor? Mm, no, no, not quite. Okay, no. so yeah. let's get into the little sponsorship. <laughs> thing. This is going to be fun. Huh? <laughs> this is going to be fun. Okay. So <laughs> I overall. Do, I do this a lot with, with young people as well. Overall, do you think you're paying attention more to the content than to a commercial? That's somewhat of a loaded question. Definitely. Okay. If the sponsor's message or brand is embedded in the content, mm-hmm. you're, you're more likely, less likely to notice it or about the same? I probably notice it, yeah. Like if they kind of reach it out a little bit more. So yeah. if it's the sponsor name here, Tic Tac Toe Game, or it's the sponsor name here, uh, Hoop shoot, or it's the sponsor name here, the tribute name. Yeah, I you're going to notice that a little bit more. Yeah. All right, so integration of the sponsor brand into yeah. the content. Is, yeah. Um, do you, in general, and again, this is kind of be kind of a loaded question, mm-hmm. but do you consider that you would be more view more favorably, or about the same, or less? Somebody who sponsors your favorite team? Mm, not quite yeah. as much, no. Not um, quite as much meaning? Like, I wouldn't, there would be an effect if they were sponsoring my favorite team or not in me enjoying them. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, there's maybe something to be said for having their brand involved with the content, mm-hmm. but it's not an automatic given no. that they're going to earn your business. Mm-hmm. Okay, see, this is interesting. So this is the fun one I do. So you go to about two Blazer games a month. Yeah. Okay. Other than Moda, how many sponsors for the Blazers can 
Toyota, McDonald's. What are those two guys about? They both, well, they're both like their big name sponsors. Yeah. And McDonald's, they give you, what, nuggets after every 100 point okay. game. And Toyota's the half court shot. Okay. So, so, so you, you know those two sponsors because A, they are, there's an engagement yeah. and activation component to their sponsorships, and B, there's a reward or potential reward. Yeah, for. Okay. Yeah. For you, do you buy things on Instagram? When you uh, see no. no. No, that's not big. No, not big. Skip through. Yeah. Okay, cool. Interesting. Um, so let's talk about the fast food category again. So if you win something at a game, you're probably going to get that coupon. I think if they go to the Yeah, I think they do that. Yeah, they do. So that'll influence, because you told me earlier, when it comes to eating, drinking at the game, yeah. not so much. It's pretty pretty spendy for, yeah. the, for the 17-year-old mm-hmm. high school crowd. Well, you know, hey, it's, it's spendy for a lot of people. Yeah. You know. But an offer that you might win at the game, an offer you might receive before the game, could influence where you decide to eat or drink. Uh, not that you would be drinking, you know, in the sense that yeah. Nick and I would be drinking. Yeah. Because yeah. You're not uh, but that would be, that would have an impact maybe on your choices where you would want to go. Definitely, if there yeah. was some sort of reward. Yeah. Okay. So like a pregame, come in, show us your ticket. And then we'll give you something. Yeah. And we'll give you something. Yeah. Okay. Or you win something at the game and go yeah, after. afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. This is always intriguing just because, okay. man, when I was your age, the way I figured out how to buy stuff was watching cable and TV mm-hmm. and those commercials. Yeah. Um, other than probably sponsored content, meaning influencers. I mean, how. When, when you're deciding to purchase clothes, shoes, you know, Nike or Adidas, what usually does it come down to for you? Basically, Maybe. like, who wears it and stuff like that. Gotcha. So more yeah. the athlete than yeah. the team. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. And that's pretty, you know, Nike, I was a Nike loyalist. Adidas got a little bit better with their design. Yeah. Um, that's, that's pretty much, hey, you know, LeBron, uh, Giannis, Damian Lillard. That's kind of the, the push toward that. Exactly. Do you follow those athletes more than you follow the teams yeah. on social? Yeah. Do you think it's important for people of your generation and your age <clears throat> to show who their teams are that they follow? I mean, mm-hmm. do you put like, would you put a sticker on your car? Would you wear a shirt or a jacket that has a particular team logo or brand on it? Yeah, I definitely would. Yeah, okay. I do that a lot. You do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have blazer plates in my car and blazer plate frames and okay. blazers here all the time. So. All right. And you do that just as a way to sort of demonstrate yeah. allegiance to the team. Mm-hmm. Would you ever buy another team's jersey because you like to play it? No. Okay. <laughs> see, that's the thing with me that I, I always I, I always have beef with the younger generation as I see them wearing other jerseys. Um, and that just, I mean, I'm, I'm a Warriors fan before they were the Warriors, uh, and I will never wear another NBA jersey. I can like another player, yeah. but I'd never do that. Yeah. And I think that goes back to the athlete versus team. Yeah. You know, there's obviously different varying, this is a sample size of one, but starting to see 
people wear LeBron Lakers jerseys because they like LeBron. And then when you call them out for liking the Lakers, no, I don't like the Lakers. I just like LeBron. Okay. So that's an interesting shift that I'm, I'm seeing. Oh, well, yeah. Please. Yeah. 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 Um, so let's talk about your game experience. Mm-hmm. You come to the venue. What what interests you? What do you like to see? What do you don't like to see? What would you wish there was more of? What do you wish there was less of? Mm-hmm. So when I normally come to the games, I come pretty early just so I can check out like the team store and see like the gear that they have. Like They have items of the game and stuff like that that are kind of like a more reduced price. Just look at that stuff and see if I like it or not. Yeah, stuff that I wish was put out there more were maybe like stuff that fans could win, like set up like around the venue, kind of like free stuff. I feel like that would get fans more invested. Okay. Yeah. Would you show up and eat at the venue if the pricing was discounted pre-game? Yeah. You would? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because yeah. a lot of, I know like in the world of baseball, they'll do a lot of, you know, from the time the doors open. Uh, until first pitch, yeah. they'll do some specials and things like that just to try to encourage people to get their, that. get their earlier yep. and eat in venue instead of yep. eating elsewhere. Yeah, but if the, if the cheeseburger is $15 an hour before the game or $15 during the game, you're not touching it either way. You're no. going to go to someplace else. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Maybe somebody who's getting the reward and then send it to go there before yeah. the game. Okay. Cool. Um, Anything else about your game experience that you that you like? Mm-hmm. Like what what would keep you focused? Yeah, I was, was going to ask what would get you to more games. Or getting more games, probably more like if there were like discounts, like say you bought like this ticket, oh, we give you discount for like, for the next time for the next time to get you on board. Yeah, frequent flyer bounce back. How many? Yeah, I mean it's. It, one, you're 17, but mm-hmm. what would what would it take to get you to be a season ticket holder? Obviously, income and yeah. But I mean, is that you know, like how do they how do they build so much value? How does how can a team for you build so much value that um, season tickets make or make total sense? Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure because I mean, season tickets are very expensive, mm-hmm. and I feel like. Going to 41 home games is kind of a lot, mm-hmm. and I just feel like it's... Yeah. What if there was a program to where you at 17 started buying individual tickets, getting, let's say, some discounts, but then you started accumulating, let's say, a loyalty score, and then when you do have enough funds, you would get 10% off or 15% off your season tickets. Oh, yeah. Would that build, that yeah. build up to it, and that loyalty would do that for you? Yeah, that would. Yeah. 